1: It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of Blue Raspberry Lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend look for it at your local pub restaurant or store it is a honolulu brew friday on the huge show across michigan presented by coppercraft distillery
0: are you ready for huge opinions on the lions tigers wings pistons michigan msu and every sports team in the state of michigan
1: What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong, including going back live weekdays at 3 on the Game 730 AM in Lansing. The Michigan State fans adore me. I looked at a poll from the Game 730 AM. The most popular people in East Lansing in 2023, currently, all time. Magic Johnson, not a surprise. Tom Izzo, earned all that love. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. Bill Simonson from The Huge Show. I'm like on the Mount Rushmore of East Lansing. Thank you to the entire crew at the game, 7.30 a.m. Jim Comperoni, by the way, Spartamec.com. We'll join us later. We'll talk about Coach Smith. He has hit the ground running. I like what he's doing. Bringing in a lot of connections to what he has done. Because he knows he can't go 3-9 and nine the first year and then tell people, Oh, we're going to get there. We just need the four recruiting classes and we'll be good. No. Tucker bottomed that program out. Man. Mm. We'll also get to the Brandon Staley fired After the 42-point blowout loss to the Raiders, I've never seen an NFL team quit on their coach like the Chargers did for at least, we'll say, the first half. Just laid down on national TV and told ownership, without saying it, fire Brandon Staley and GM Tom Telesco. So the first thought I had when I saw that story this morning from Rappaport and... Adam Schefter and all the NFL insiders. That's the one job I believe Harbaugh would leave because it's not Chicago and Iberflus may be coaching his way to saving his job. I don't think the Raiders are going to make any changes with their coaches after they just won by 42 against the Chargers. But you got Herbert, you got Keenan Allen, you got Eckler. You got Bosa, you got some defensive players, an O-line. That's the job, if you're a Michigan fan, you need to be concerned about. And I will say the pause on Harbaugh agreeing to what was reported as that five-year, $55 million deal made me think, when I first heard from Ballas and the crew, that there was some pause on the Harbaugh side. That's the job. That's the job. You look at the Chiefs, they're going the other way. Taylor Swift has ruined that franchise. Just absolutely ruined the franchise. Matter of fact, I was looking at ArrowheadStadiumToday.com, Superfly. They're thinking about not even playing football anymore and having Taylor Swift concerts five days a week. <laughs> she has ruined that franchise. She has. Think about it. And I think Travis Kelsey on too many commercials, and I don't need Travis Kelsey telling me to get the jab and then smiling with his little purple-like Band-Aid. First off, if you need a Band-Aid, you're not a man. You take a shot, you just walk out, you flex. He's everywhere, isn't he? What's the one? Is it Expedia where the kids... He goes, oh, man, you you have a perfect score. I'll I'll be biggest fan. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to pay my car payment for three months now on purpose just to kill my credit score. <laughs> I, Travis Kelsey bothers the living daylights out of me, and I don't know why. I, I think it's Taylor Swift. I didn't realize she was seven two. I've never... Is it the heels? Are they like elevator shoes? There are smaller giraffes at the John Ball Park Zoo. I don't think they have giraffes at the John Ball Park. They have a, I think, it's a Binder Park or down by Kalamazoo? Yeah, they have some giraffes. Uh, there's a. Pretty cool animal place for the kids with birds and stuff uh, over by Alto. What's it called? They had giraffes. I'm not feeding them. I I care about my fingers. Kids, you buy some like lettuce leaves and you'd feed the giraffe. I had my kids do it. I figured, okay, they're young, they can learn to only use one arm. I'm not feeding a giraffe. I said she's as tall as a draft. I didn't say anything about the way she looks. I can't comment that she's 7'2. She has ruined that franchise. So, but they're part of the AFC West. And you and you get the Broncos who are in Detroit getting ready for the Lions tomorrow night. I'll be at the game. My brother Bob, Joe Badgerow, legendary quarterback at Sparta High School. And Russ Ortega are going with me. None of us have been together on a road trip ever. I have golfed on extended weekends with Russ and Raz and Kerry Smith, the former Michigan running back, one of the great high school running backs at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Northern back in the day. So brother Bob and me in a car, we haven't been – Together, extended time, locked in either a plane or a car in a good 20 years. The last time I remember that, Superfly, was on a cruise where we ended up confined to our rooms. My brother Bob broke into the kitchen and ate a bunch of turkey sandwiches. That was only a three-night, four-day cruise. and That was late. Oh, was that late 80s, early 90s? I'm surprised they even had boats that floated then. Yeah, so I I don't know what to expect with that game tomorrow. But I'm telling you, Harbaugh, when you look at the AFC West, when you look at the AFC right now, who's the juggernaut teams? Seriously. I'm talking about Harbaugh if he is offered. I'm not saying he's going to be. I did see Dan Wetzel thought his top two candidates were Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh for the vacated San Diego job with Staley, the head coach, and Tom Telesco, the GM, gone. Belichick could be his own GM and head coach. Harbaugh's always wanted that control. I'm not saying Harbaugh is gone. If offered, I believe he would take the San Diego Chargers job, the natural connection there to California, California, And it's a team with the right coaching staff, not just the head coach. The right coaching staff and Brandon Staley's downfall with the Chargers were the assistance he put around them. That is so vital with any coach at any level. So if offered, I believe Harbaugh would take the San Diego Chargers job. But... If I'm the Spanos family, how do you say no to Bill Belichick? How do you say no to him? Oh, it's all Brady. That's why they won. No. Belichick still can coach. You have Harbaugh and Belichick in a room. You're going to pick one. I own a NFL franchise. I partner with Taylor Swift, and we form the Las Vegas Giraffes. And we have a choice between Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick. Superfly, don't shake your head. I'm not calling her a giraffe. She's as tall as a giraffe. I didn't say she looked like a giraffe. It's not demeaning to say somebody's tall. Shaquille O'Neal, tall as a a mini giraffe, a baby, a whatever they call a, a young giraffling. So with Taylor Swift, she dumped Kelsey, and she's kind of dating me now and has a daddy complex, and we own the Las Vegas Giraffes. The Raiders moved back to Oakland, so we took over with an NFL franchise there. We have our choice between Belichick and Harbaugh. I'm taking Belichick in a heartbeat. I'm not taking Harbaugh over Belichick. Now the question is, when you get to the Spanos family, Belichick isn't the easiest guy to deal with. So he's out there. I don't, you know, you got Herbert, you got, he's still young. I know he's battled through injuries. Like I said, I listed some of the talent. Seriously, if you didn't look at records, I'm being honest here. If you didn't look at records and said, on paper, who looks as good as anybody in the NFL? You would, you would say the San Diego, not San Diego, the LA Chargers. You would, you would say that. They would be in your easily top-ten conversation. Harbaugh did win with the Niners, lost the Super Bowl to his brother. With what Harbaugh has gone through at Michigan this year, the pay cut, no other coach, and some of it is brought on by not having total oversight of what was going on around you. But the first three games, the self imposed suspension was total horse manure by Michigan. The Connor Stallion stuff still isn't. Hey, we've had investigations. Nobody knows yet who was on the sidelines in East Lansing. Was it Connor Stallions? Michigan State doesn't have a manifest. CMU has said nothing. Even Connor Stallions hasn't just popped up on YouTube and go, yeah, that was me. Nothing. It's like he doesn't exist. So think about what Harbaugh has done. Three straight Big Ten titles, three straight wins over Ohio State, and three straight college football playoff appearances. And he was suspended for half of this past season, regular season, half. He had his pay cut by manual. He had to wait around for contracts. And yeah, I know he was always flirting with the NFL. I'm not saying Hardball isn't at fault for part of the line in the sand between Ward Manual, Michigan Athletic Department, the school, Santa Ono comes in, he's a cool president. But this Chargers job is probably based on where Harbaugh's stock is. This is probably his last chance to grab a made-for playoffs roster, possibly AFC contending team. So if you are Jim Harbaugh, and I'm not saying he's gone, you're looking at this and I'm going to take that five-year deal and I'm never leaving Michigan or this is my last shot to the NFL and I'm going to, if offered by the Chargers, I will go there. I mean, Belichick's going to be on the beach. I don't know who the Patriots are going to put in there. You know, Brady's complained about where football's at today. What if Brady comes back as the coach? Swear to God, with mirrors on the sideline where he can like Fluff his hair. I just believe, and it's my huge opinion, if offered by the Chargers, I think Harbaugh would take it. Now, he may be waiting to see how this season plays out. There still are possibly two games remaining. So if Michigan would beat Alabama and let's say beat Texas I think Texas will win that game. So they beat Texas in Houston, and they're national champions, and they went through Alabama and Texas to do it. Harbaugh goes out on top as a living legend as a national champion. If J.J. McCarthy is strong against Alabama, ton of athletes on that 11 guys out on the other side of the ball, that will help his draft stock. A lot of this hinges on if he knows he has J.J., He'll be coming back. If he's not going to have J.J., and he knows this is a made-for, possibly, AFC championship roster, he's going to do that. And, by the way, he could keep his brother. His brother's having a great year with Lamar and the Ravens. He just has to get by his brother to get to a Super Bowl, and he could keep his brother from getting another ring, even though the Ravens are are they the best team in the AFC right now. I think they are. You're a Michigan fan. I'm not creating fear or trying to disrupt this undefeated season. It's just a reality. And I'm not the only one saying this. Like I mentioned, Dan Wetzel and others in the Twitterverse. You're Harbaugh. This this is a good team. Man, they have underachieved. Blown playoff losses. Had the win you're in against the Raiders, couldn't do it. Staley just had bad assistants. Now, some think Kellen Moore was retained and he'll be the guy. They, they can't go down the – they went down the coordinator highway. They're not going down that again. If you have Belichick and you have Harbaugh, and Harbaugh has the college and NFL experience as a head coach, and Belichick has his resume with the Patriots, that speaks for itself. How do you not choose one of those two if you're the Chargers? And – how do you choose hardball in front of Belichick? The only reason would be that Belichick would be impossible to work with if you had that interview and said, we, we just can't deal with this. But also, if you're an ownership that isn't hands-on, you let Belichick go do everything. You let him hire a GM, somebody that he knows and trusts, a talent evaluator, contracts, all this. And there's your franchise in L.A., and L.A. gets Belichick. Rams are close to going the other way. McVay and Stafford almost didn't come back for this year. It will be interesting. I do have our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. By the way, when you're tailgating tomorrow in Detroit or you're going to your local pub or having a house party, grab some Honolulu Blue, and adult-crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade and vodka, the Honolulu Blue and silver can available In stores across Michigan and ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. And they're proud to make what they make in Michigan. Even though they're in close to 30 states across the country, they are proud to have their base in Holland, Michigan for our listeners on WHTC. So the question is, if offered, do you think Harbaugh would take the Chargers job? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's one That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan-based bank with locations all across Michigan, and your money, whether it's an individual or business, will stay right here in Michigan. So answer that question, if offered by the Chargers. And you're Jim Harbaugh. Would you take that job and leave Michigan after this season? It will not be before. It would be after the season's done. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text, chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Superfly and I had a pretty cool experience yesterday. Early in the morning, early, somewhere around 10, 11 o'clock, we went out to the Ada Indoor Country Club on Pettis in Ada here on the west side of the state in the Grand Rapids area. It's a really cool bar slash simulator place, but it's different. It's not your typical simulator location. It has a cool feel to it. And we had the VIP lounge, and the simulator would adjust for – like the tee you're standing on would move based on where your ball is. It was, And what we love the most was when we're on the driving range on the simulator, after every swing, the video comes up on the screen and shows your swing from the side and front view. So you see what you're doing. Oh, I'm going too fast. Not staying down through the ball. So say 8 indoor country club. It's not private. It's open to the public. You can rent it out for a party. Now they're going to have leagues after the first of the year. So what we're doing is next Wednesday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m., right around 6 p.m. when the show ends, you can stop out and take three free long drive swings and three free closest to the pin swings 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. next Wednesday at the Ada Indoor Country Club on Pettis, not too far from downtown Ada here on the west side of the state. And then we're going to have winners. The winning long drive will get a Taco Tuesday overnight stay for four, 36 holes of golf, and a taco dinner courtesy of the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Winner of closest to the pin will get a foursome to play beautiful Pilgrim's Run just north of Grand Rapids, one of the top golf courses in Michigan. And then the runner-ups for the longest drive and closest to the pin will get a foursome Courtesy of our friends from Agaming and Antrim Dells near Charlevoix. So it's free to come out. They're going to have the Around Baking Company, we'll have pizza and food for sale. They'll have beverages, adult beverages, non alcoholic beverages for sale. 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. Ada Indoor Golf Club. Free, no cost to take your swings. Okay, it's our holiday treat. To our audience. And if you ever want to rent the place out for your own golf event, hanging out with family, friends during the holidays, whatever, I just talk to the crew there at the Ada Indoor Country Club. What was funny is Superfly and I uh, hit the simulator practice range, short range, right? It was really cool. Then we decided to play nine holes. JR sets us up. And we're about four holes in. I just blew up on the first hole. And Superfly and I are having a pretty good match for three or four holes. And then he decided, hey, double par looks really good on the screen. So we get to the sixth hole, and I'm like, hey, where's my gap? Where's my gap wedge? I look in his bag. I look up against the wall. We have our golf bags there, right? I can't find it. I go, where is my gap? And Brett, in a sarcastic, sinister type of way, the person he is, maybe we should go back to the group before us and ask them if they have it. Or the group ahead of us. Right? And I go, we're indoors. It's a simulator. So he's helping me look. We can't find it. I go, I'm going to go check with the pro shop. He goes, we're indoors. I go, I know. I need to find my gap. (laughs) And then it was underneath my putter. Uh, How do you lose a club at an indoor simulator facility? I wanted to go home that day, get to work, and say, yeah, I'm down a club. Lost my gap would you lose it? Play outside. It's nice weather today. Now I was at the Ada indoor country club and lost my gab. If you see it, uh, just drop it off at the clubhouse. Really cool place. I, I can see businesses using it uh, for employees. I can see families, friends uh, renting it out. They're going to do leagues after the first of the year. So basically next Wednesday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. Anybody listening anywhere. Three free long drive swings, three free closest to the pin swings, and you could win the Taco Tuesday overnight stay golf for four 36 holes for Matt Golden and his team at the Telemore Golf Resort. Foursome closest to the pin for Pilgrim's Run, and then Dave Hill and the crew ponying up two foursomes at Antrim Dells near Charlevoix for the runners-up. Be a good day. round Bacon company will have their food pizza truck out front. Beverages for sale at the Ada Indoor Country Club. It's open to the public on Pettis and Ada, and I'll be broadcasting live next Wednesday. If you want to join in on the conversation, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. If offered, do you think Jim Harbaugh would leave Michigan for the Chargers? 1-866-838-4843, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland,
0: this show is HUGE.
2: Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer, I shop there. Because the holidays are a big deal in my family, I need big deals. And I find them on holiday staples like Meyer's Spiral Sliced Ham for 89 cents per pound with M-Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M-Perks ID limit one. Plus potatoes, green beans, rolls, and more. And I use M-Perks to save even more with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices, big deals, and great quality in-store and online at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See CLD- all deals. deals. Deals in the Meyer app
1: Distillery.
3: Get your groove on. Everybody get Friday, up. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thicke. Same show, same night. Montel Jordan. Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle
1: Casino and Resort. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news We are back live across Michigan Friday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. I'm not saying I'm spacing out because it's a Friday, but I'm sitting there answering a text and I I go, Who's playing music? And it was a music for me to come back on there. One of those Fridays, man. I am so pumped up about the Broncos and the Lions. Tomorrow, going to my brother, Bob. Sparta High School legend, Joe Badgerow, Russ Ortega. One of the great softball players ever. Great dad. Huge Michigan fan and huge Lions fan. My buddy Raz asked his wife, Cindy, if she could go. And that's a text I'm looking at. Quote, if you're going to go with him and not go to the annual ugly Christmas sweater party, you might as well tell Bill to bring a U-Haul and move in with them. Merry Christmas, Raz. (laughs) Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. If offered by the Chargers, do you think Jim Harbaugh would take that job? 1-866-838-4843. That's one 866 Let's go talk about the Michigan side of this. Anthony Broom from TheWolverine.com. One of the Michigan insiders is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. So how would you answer that question? From everything you know about Michigan football, the state of the Wolverine program, Harbaugh, his interest in the past with the NFL, if offered by the Chargers, do you think he would take it?
4: Well, it goes back to, you know, if Jim Harbaugh wants to go back to the NFL, it's because he wants to win a Super Bowl. And probably not just win one Super Bowl, probably win two because, you know, then he gets to double up on his brother John. So, to me, I think when you view his potential opportunities through that prism, I think the Chargers, to me, assuming that Justin Herbert is healthy moving forward, I mean, I think they're far and away here. You know, the quote-unquote surest bet to do it. It's hard to win. At that level in the NFL, so there's that. I mean, there could be the Chicago Bears, where you get the chance to potentially handpick your your quarterback for the next, you know, however many years. So, I mean, there there are appealing options there. But when it comes to the Chargers, I'd have to think if there is mutual interest there and a job offer was extended, I do think that that would one be maybe the biggest threat to Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan, and two, I would think maybe his best shot at doing the things that he would be going back to the NFL for.
1: I agree. that's basically what I said about 30 minutes ago. I know you're down in Ann Arbor and didn't hear my opening huge opinion. It's the same thing. I there when you look at the AOC right now where Burrow can't stay healthy, the bills and Chiefs I think are going the other way. they're still playoff teams but they're not as dominant as they were. Taylor Swift has destroyed the Chiefs franchise. So, um, uh, you know, you got Baltimore, again, his brother, John, uh, and you, I, I listed their talent. And I said, without knowing who their head coach was, the Chargers on paper versus any team in the NFL, they'd be top 10 on talent on that roster.
4: Yeah, you would think so, which makes you wonder why they're sitting where they are in the first place. And that's obviously why they have a coaching opportunity available. So, again, I mean, there are no sure things in this whole deal. Like the chargers could easily say, well, let's bring in Jim Harbaugh. Like this is our surest bet. And then you just never know things go sideways and, and things don't work out sometimes on that end too. So there are no sure bets, but when you look at how things could break down on paper to me, if Jim Harbaugh were to leave Michigan, it's, I mean, that chargers job would, would easily be the most appealing to me.
1: Yeah. I saw Dan Wetzel had Belichick Harbaugh, Uh, the two top candidates, the best candidates uh, to replace Brandon Staley uh, with the Chargers. What what would keep him at Michigan and even say no to the Chargers or any other NFL job if offered? What would keep him there and have him sign that reported five-year, $55 million extension?
5: I
4: think, obviously, the money being what it is, is a huge, again, it's not always been about the money, but with money also comes respect too. It's been more about the respect. So to me, that's that's a variable. I think to know that Michigan has his back no matter what happens with these invest uh, the investigation by the NCAA for both the burger stuff, the recruiting violations, the sign stealing, to know that you are protected no matter what and that you will be fought for no matter what I think is an important consideration for him. Um, so yeah, I, I think that to me... What keeps him there is, I mean, it's tough to say, because in a lot of what's out there, what's been reported, it does kind of seem like they've just about given him everything that he could possibly ask for. But then you look at the timeline of all of it. Well, we have basically got ourselves to another NFL hiring cycle again without him being locked down as the highest paid coach in the big 10, when this is something that should have been done in the winter. And who's to say too? you know, this is a very unique one of one situation it's a very particular um, type of administration at Michigan, very particular head coach. Um, You know, who's to say that the money and and who's to say that that ever stops him from maybe poking around at the NFL. But, you know, when you're a competitor like he is, you want to win at the highest level and you want to, you know, from his perspective, he can honestly say that however he leaves Michigan, assuming that something unforeseen that brings the entire program down to its knees is concerned like he he will leave this program in much better shape than he found it and really has achieved a lot of the things he was set out to do except for win a national title or win a college football playoff game so really I think what keeps him there I think would be I'll just put it this way I think if Michigan goes out and wins the national title it's probably you're probably looking at a scenario where the NFL does look a little more appealing because it just doesn't get any better than that for him uh, so we'll see what happens. There's a lot on the table here. I still, you know, gun to my head, I still feel like he'll be at Michigan next year, but every year it's just the longer it goes on, you, you know, I, those chances lessen less just a little bit, the further in the process you get without a deal being
1: signed. Anthony Broom, you can follow everything connected to Harbaugh, the matchup with Alabama on New Year's Day. Will he stay or will he go? Will he even get an offer? That's a big thing. You know, we keep talking about how everybody wants hardball. He hasn't had a lot of offers on the table, even though reportedly was close to that Vikings job in the interview, the final interview uh, didn't go well. Anthony Broom with the Wolverine.com. Appreciate the update, my man. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, Anthony, checking in from Ann Arbor. We'll go to East Lansing next. Jim Comperoni, Spartmeg.com. A Baylor game tomorrow. That's going to be a busy downtown Saturday in Detroit. Baylor, Michigan State over at Little Caesars Arena, Lions, and the Broncos. Saturday night football at Ford Field. Comp will tell us about the matchup with Baylor, state of Spartan basketball, and the latest on Coach Smith. He's bringing in some portal guys, some of the best, and putting together on short notice pretty good recruiting class. Comp from East Lansing next.
0: Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
6: Imagine this. A day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, but the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
7: Where are you
1: watching the Michigan-Alabama game on New Year's Day? You can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids and other Celebration Cinema locations will be showing the game. For more info, go to CelebrationCinema.com. You're listening to The Huge
0: Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday presented by the Coppercraft Distillery. When you're watching the Lions, whether it's at your house, your local pub, bar, restaurant, you're going to stock up on adult beverages or going to Ford Field tomorrow night like I am, look for Honolulu Blue. I think they have four kiosks where you can get Honolulu Blue, the adult crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade, and vodka. Honolulu Blue and Silver Can, good stuff. Look for it in stores all across Michigan. We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day. If offered, do you think Jim Harbaugh would take the San Diego Chargers job? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Busy Saturday in downtown Detroit. Baylor, Michigan State looked like a marquee matchup. Uh, when it was set up long before the start of this season, now Izzo has a chance to kind of post a quality W, right? The ship, get this team moving forward through the rest of the Big Ten schedule, along with some holiday games that should be winnable. Jim Camperoni, V, MSU Insider joins us as we return live. Three until six in the afternoons in Lansing on AM 730, the game. How you doing, Comp? Bill, it's great to be with you. You doing all right, man? Yeah, doing good, and it's good to be back live with the great people from seven thirty a.m. weekdays at three.
8: Sounds great. Sounds great. I hope you're having a great holiday season, and everybody's out there driving safely on a Friday heading into the weekend. Sounds good.
1: All right. Uh, How good will the outcome be for Michigan State in this Baylor game in downtown Detroit?
8: You know, Baylor is pretty good. Number six in the country, nine and zero on the season. They've not had a really tough schedule. I don't think Baylor scheduled difficult because I'm not sure they thought they were going to be this good. You know, they graduated three or four guys. They've got one returning starter, but they've really replenished well. You know, they've got uh, two key transfers in there: point guard from Toledo. He was the MAC Player of the Year. Ray J. Dennis. He's outstanding, six foot two. These guys can all shoot three pointers. Number two in the country in three point percentage. They're shooting 43 percent from long range. Bill, they've got a guy named Jacoby Walter, true freshman, 6 foot 5 from Texas. Pretty jump shooter, pretty pretty jump shot coming off this guy. He's projected to go in the top 10 of the first round next spring. 6 foot 5 freshman. They've got a center by the name of Misi. He's from Cameroon, 6 foot 10. He's projected to possibly next spring also, largely on potential, but he's kind of a rim protector. Shot blocker, screen roll finisher, and he's surrounded by four guys that can all shoot it. You know, I mentioned Walter. They got Ray J. Dennis coming in from Toledo. Jalen Bridges, he's a, he's a senior, stretch four, shooting about 43% from three. And they got a kid from Flint in the starting lineup Jaden Nunn, six foot four, went to Virginia Commonwealth for a couple of years. Now, about He's going to be charged up. You know, Jaden Nunn was overshadowed, the same high school class that created, that came out with Kobe Bufkin, Pierre Brooks, Imani Bates, Jaden Akins. Jaden Nunn at Flint Carbon-Aidsworth was kind of overshadowed. As a senior, he transferred to a prep school in Arizona. Now he resurfaces for a very good Baylor team. They're undefeated, number six in the country. Michigan State's got their hands full.
1: Jim dot com, the MSU Insider joining us on the Roast Coffee Guest sign. I have a lot of people stop and ask me, uh, what is going on with Michigan State basketball? What would be the one thing you would look at and say, this is why they've gone from preseason number four to struggling? What would that be? They
8: got to make shots, got to make shots. You know, you got to create good shots, and then you got to make those shots. I think Michigan State has been reasonably well at creating good shots for the people that are supposed to be their shooters. But Jaden Akins has been, you know, he's, he's, he, he was a 40-plus percent three-point shooter last year. He's been substandard. You know, Tyson Walker went through a little bit of a hip problem and a sickness. He lost 14 pounds. He's put that weight back. But he's shooting okay, but, and he's carried them a few times here and there in spurts, but it's hard for him to do everything if his supporting cast is not drawing defenders to them. A.J. Hogarth's never been a good shooter, but last year he shot 30 percent from three-point range, which was good enough for everything else that was around them. And then Malik called the guy I've been talking to you about all offseason, he needed to be a good stretch shooter to replace what Joey Hauser was. He's done a good job in some ways. You know, He's had a couple of good games, played well against Nebraska, in the post, off the dribble. But the stretch shooting has not been there for him. He's shooting 20% from three-point range, which is the worst of his four-year career thus far. Those guys all have the ability to find their rhythm, find their range, and become better shooters. In the meantime, if they're not going to shoot well, you have to be a very good defensive team, very good rebounding team. And Michigan State has not been very good in those areas either. They've been okay in rebounding, but not up to Michigan State standards. Defense has been pretty good statistically, but in key moments, they've had some meltdowns and some they've, they've fogged out here and there. Right. Nebraska shot 64 percent mm. in the second
1: half of that game. Hey, comp, Denver, I got to get I got to get to a okay. network. Uh, break, buddy. We'll catch up Monday. We'll look back at the Baylor game, okay? Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Bill. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider. 24 7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big,
0: bad, huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of Blue Raspberry Lemonade. This special limited edition canned cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Brew Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
1: What's up, Michigan? We are set to begin our number two on a Honolulu Blue Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Lions and the Broncos tomorrow night in downtown Detroit. That's a must win game. I know they're nine and four folks. They just they need that four quarter game to restore the confidence roar. I'll be at the game. Superfly is going to watch with Hammer and Hank. And he told me. Man, that's going to be a tough one with Pops. Mama Hayes already pricing new doors, cupboards. We'll talk about that game. Mike Kimber, Lions Nations Unite. Also Marcus Thomas Sr., Dave Burkett, Mike O'Hara will join us to preview the Broncos and the Lions. We talked about the Chargers firing their head coach and GM after that embarrassment last night when the team just quit on the organization and gave up, what, 42 in the first half against the Raiders. Some people have Harbaugh as a hot candidate for the next L.A. Chargers head coach. I know I keep saying San Diego. Others don't. CBSSports.com didn't list Harbaugh as one of their top seven candidates. They have Belichick at number one. I, I find it... Hard to believe that the Chargers want offer that job. Ben Johnson is listed at number three. I don't think Ben Johnson is ready to be a head coach. No way. Have you seen his play calling? You know they just went down coordinator highway and it blew up with Staley for the Chargers. They're not. They're hiring an experienced head coach. Now, Lincoln Riley could be an outside player, but USC had a god-awful year. Ben Johnson, his name's showing up as a third most likely candidate. He is not ready. Him and Aaron Glenn are not ready to be head coaches in the NFL. They're not. Too inconsistent. No way. No way. Just show them your fourth down call when you run wide. No way is Ben Johnson ready to be a head coach or Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell still learning. He hasn't even been through three complete seasons. I said this earlier on the show with Jeff Risden from the Lions wire in studio. This team has never had to play any pressure games until this year. And even now there hasn't been the must win situation. Think about this. The first year, with Campbell, they started off, got off of, what, 0-10-1, whatever it was. Finished strong. Start off horrible in year two. Had the unbelievable finish. Carried it into this year. But there was no pressure. They were already out of the playoffs when they played the Packers. Pressure was on the Packers in that finale from last year. I think that's a factor here where we wonder, what happened? Because the one thing where the Rams wanted to move... To Stafford and away from golf, high pressure games. You know, golf was great when he had Todd Gurley at running back, and I think Gurley was close to leading the NFL in rushing, had solid wide receivers. I think tomorrow night at home, with what they've brought to the loyal Honolulu Blue Nation, when you look at Seattle, poorly coached. In the second half, when you look at the first three and a half quarters against the Bears and then they had the miracle finish, when you look at Thanksgiving Day, they cannot drop another egg at home tomorrow. They just can't. I'll be at the game. Brother Bob, Joe Badgerow. I think Joe back in the day was a Calvin Klein underwear model. Yeah. So was I. Russ Ortega, a living softball legend, will be there tomorrow. That'll be fun. Can't wait. It's in a must-win situation tomorrow night. You can't lose again at home. You kidding me? And then think you're going to, what, backdoor your way into the NFC North? The last four games, the other sidelines, it's playoff implications. With Russell Wilson and Peyton in Denver tomorrow night in Detroit. Then at Minnesota, playoff implications. They're a playoff team right now. At Cowboys, playoff positioning in the NFC East and the NFC. And we'll see if the Vikings' regular season finale means something to the Lions. Or to the Vikings. These are pressure games. Let's see what they do. And Ben Johnson is not ready to become a head coach, and neither is Aaron Glenn. You know what? Become a head coach when you lead the team to the NFC Championship. When your creativity can't be countered by opposing staffs, when you put together adjustments at halftime. The preceding opinion doesn't reflect Hammer and Hank Hayes, the Hayes Ranch, Bread Hayes, Mama Hayes. There are 19 dogs, seven fish, two cats, slow moving turtle, eight grandchildren. And also brother in law Andy and is 141 on 18 holes at Cedar Chase. Let's go talk to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider is standing by on the roast Umber coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Hey brother, hanging in there. Thanks All right, so you, what well, your first thoughts when you heard this morning that the Chargers job was open?
9: um that they better get something done right with Jim Harbaugh and um I did call my people who are involved in the in the contract talks and they said that Jim does have an agent uh, that also works with NFL teams and that he's actively been working to get Jim Harbaugh signed by Michigan as well so uh, and that they are at the finish line and that it's probably going to take something from Santa Ono and they've got a couple hurdles that uh, you know Jim wants a couple other guarantees and wants to be able to trust that, uh, you know what, that something, if something with the NCAA were to come up that didn't involve him, that, you know, that wouldn't give them cause to fire him. So that's something that's still being worked out. But just literally seven minutes ago, I talked to somebody directly involved. They said they hoped to have good news this weekend and that Jim has expressed, continue to express that he wants to be there and that he wants to get it done and that he is working actively toward that. One of the hurdles that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, that he wouldn't flirt with the NFL until maybe 2024, uh they'd gotten past that one. So if they can get him signed this weekend or next week, then they feel really good about it. According to my source, if it goes past Christmas, then they said then the fan base should probably prepare be prepared to hear that Jim Harbaugh is going to uh, play with the NFL again. So um, there, he's going to have some opportunities though. They believe that NFL teams definitely want him uh, at this point, uh, more than in the past, Uh, a couple of years ago, it was just Minnesota. And as we reported and everybody else found out after the fact, he was gone uh, until he wasn't until The interview didn't go very well, and then last year flirted with the Broncos. But this year there are going to be some teams that they feel will come after him. Uh, His agent is directly involved with Tom Brady, uh, and uh, you know what? The Raiders' job there, obviously Brady is now a part owner of the Raiders, and um, you know, so that could be something to watch as well. So the sooner they get it done, the better. Long story short, uh, really the ball seems to be in Jim Harbaugh's court at this point.
1: Yeah, and and the question is, which all these off-seasons of Harbaugh – flirting with the NFL will he be offered the jobs that that's the question will he get that firm concrete offer that may be too good to refuse and the only team i really look at that is AFC West and maybe even AFC ready to win with the right coaching staff are the LA Chargers right
9: yeah and and they're cheap uh, you know, and I think they paid their last coach for, uh, $4 million. How do you get and by
1: on $4 million a year? Poor guy. I know. <laughs> but but compared to the $11
9: million that he's going to get at Michigan – uh, that's a big change, a big difference. And uh, it's something yeah, I would imagine they'd pay a little more. And I don't think it's the money that's going to drive Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL if he goes. You and I have talked about this a million times. He likes the thought of winning the Lombardi Trophy, had the Holy Grail to him. And his brother has one, took it away from him in controversial fashion. And, and so many people we've talked to said, not only does Jim want to win one of those, he wants to win two and get one more than his brother. So, uh, and I can understand that, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the competition between brothers. So, but that's where we are. Right now, they're extremely hopeful that uh, they are right there at the finish line. Uh, It's all right there. And again, um, if it gets done this weekend or next week, they feel really good about it. If not, then they really don't.
1: This early signing day is kind of buried in all the headlines of Michigan, Alabama, in the college football playoff, New Year's Day, out in Pasadena, California. But I think it's December 20th next week. Uh, How has the last three years, basically, Big Ten championship years. How has that elevated Michigan football recruiting with Harbaugh and his staff?
9: Not a ton. Uh, the crazy part is, here's the thing, NIL is playing such a huge part right now, right? They can't get guys like Dante Moore, who went to UCLA, and, and Bryce Underwood, who will probably end up at LSU, the Belleville kid right in their backyard, because uh, you know under the guise of NIL, these teams are poaching these players, you know, with huge deals up front. And uh, Michigan is again sticking to that transformational, not transactional. And guess what? They're continuing to win championships and recruit pretty well because of the portal. Uh, I think as well. If you look at the holes that they've plugged in, in, the portal have been every bit as big as the guys they've recruited and the talent they've identified. Rod Moore, for example, is a Buckeye killer. He's won three in a row. He was a three-star guy out of Ohio that the Buckeyes didn't want. Mike Sainristel was not being recruited by everybody, and there's been nobody bigger in that rivalry than Mike St. So if they can continue to identify talent like that, Hassan Haskins and guys like that, then they're going to be fine. You still need some of those studs, though, too, Bill. The J.J. McCarthy's and, and guys like that, but they think they can get good quarterbacks in the portal and good running backs. Receivers might be a little tougher because they don't throw the ball as much, but if you can blend A really good recruiting class doesn't have to be top three. With a really good portal class, then you can do good things. Now, the the concern that somebody in the building told me was we don't really know what we need in the portal because we don't know who's coming back yet. And, you know, that's one of those things. It's a good problem to have because it means you're in the playoff and you're going to have to wait to see if some of your studs are coming back. So it's just one of those things that you have to deal with this year. But the culture is so strong and there's so so much good young talent still on this team that they think they're going to be okay.
1: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Uh, any update on where all of this headline drama, Connor Stallions on the sidelines, mm-hmm. CMU NCAA mm-hmm. uh, investigating in Mount Pleasant. I know I saw one blip from one of your update mm-hmm. columns. Uh, any, any update on that CMU-MSU game, Connor Stallions? <laughs> was that him? Was that not him? What's up there?
9: It's gone cold, and uh, they can't get anybody there apparently to admit that it was him or that they knew it was him, and they went back there for more saying something didn't add up here, and they got more of the same. So uh, they are operating as though it's business as usual in uh, at Central Michigan and Mount Pleasant, and uh, nobody has confirmed as of right now that it was counter-stallions on the sidelines. Um, and just, that's just fascinating, isn't it? I mean, even if, you're, even if you're just watching this story from the outside, you got to laugh at that and say... This is really unbelievable that in this day and age, you know, you, you think that you've got video evidence and everything else and, and uh, they can't confirm it. So it has gone cold. It was the exact, were the exact words that we were told. So uh, on another note, the NCAA canceled several more interviews with Michigan, uh, some of the higher ups and some of the players. So they are able to concentrate on Alabama right now. It has been extremely quiet according to my sources at Michigan, on the NCAA side of things, too. So uh, I think that's good news for Michigan as well, that they've backed off a little bit, and now these guys can just concentrate on the task at hand.
1: So I wonder from Michigan State's pass list to the CMU pass list that football Saturday in East Lansing to security to everybody there that nobody knows who the mystery man was.
9: (laughs) Well, if they know they're not saying, let's put it that way. I think that's probably a better way to put it. But it was, the pass was probably obviously under somebody else's name if it was Connor Stallions. And um, so, it's just, but it's fascinating because you see him on the sidelines there, standing next to coaches, and everybody's <laughs> saying, "Well, you know, I guess it must, you know, I don't know this guy. You know, who's this guy in the in the nose and the glasses, right? The fake, the funny nose and glasses outfit." So, uh, regardless, it's it's fascinating. We'll see what comes of it. But as of right now, and months later now, we're still talking as though we don't know Connor Stallions was on the sidelines at Michigan State.
1: One of the craziest stories, and it is interesting to look at the temperature of this story, Chris, how hot it was for multiple Mm -hmm. weeks. And then once Michigan still fought through all that, went and won the Big Ten title, got to the Final Four, it, it, it hits the pause button, slashes, goes away, even the CMU side of this.
9: Yeah, because you know what, it's it was overblown and everybody knew it was. It's not the reason they were winning because they were cheating and the only people clinging to that narrative are those coping with a forty nine to nothing loss or the Buckeyes who've lost three in a row and saying, Oh, but Jay is gonna get busted for for gambling and there's FBI stuff. No, there's not. And uh and there's been no evidence of any of that and the narrative has been squashed and that's like we've said many times, that one win over Ohio State was like three uh, you did it without your head coach. You beat uh, one of the best teams in the country uh, that was ranked ahead of you. And uh, and what can you say now? You went to Penn State and won with uh, with Sharon Moore as well. So uh, everybody has basically shut up, and uh, and that's a wonderful thing. Now Alabama went out and hired George Hilo, who was a former Michigan assistant last year. And of course, you know we're just worried about the health of the Michigan kids, right? Worried that they're going to know their plays, Bill, and and that uh, you know how they're going to handle it when, with Hilo, they're telling them what. Coming, so right? Isn't that how we play this game?
1: Oh, so, come on! Uh, I, you know, the coaches jump right? around all the time. It's... Exactly. Oh, hold yeah. on, hold on. They hire a coach to get the signals, and what's the guy's yeah. name? It's not Hilo. Spell it backwards. That says Stallions.
9: Yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was actually trending on Twitter. Bill was Counter Stallings was trending on Twitter after Hilo was hired by uh, was hired by Alabama again. Oh. Like, oh boy, there we go. But all stupidity and uh, and we know it and it's proven out. It's uh, played out that way and. And good for them, man. Now they can just concentrate on beating Alabama, which is a pretty good football team, by the way, after watching them. I understand this isn't one of their better teams in the past, uh, in the Nick Saban era, but this is still a damn good football team.
1: Yeah, they're really physical on defense. They have a great O-line. They got a quarterback as good as running with the football anywhere in the country. What they don't have are the superstar running backs and wide receivers they've had in the past.
9: Yep. Exactly, 100%. But this kid, you know, he's not Vince Young, but I wrote this the other day. He reminds you of it because he's so big, six two, two twenty. The way that he can move at that size and still run over people, it's going to be as tough a challenge Michigan has had all year. This will be, in my opinion, the best team that Michigan's faced all year, and that includes Ohio State, that includes Penn State, and they're going to have to play their best game. So we hope, we hope, Bill, that they come out with a game plan like they're planning for Ohio State rather than one that they've saved for a bowl game for the last several years.
1: I hope. Here's what and I'm banking on this on January 1st because I'll be having a huge watch party at Celebration Cinema North. They're showing the game on the big screens at multiple Celebration Cinema locations across the state. Go to com for the one close to you. That I'm hoping they run bubble screens and use seldom used running backs and uh, throw really wide 10 yard out patterns that can get picked off in return for a touchdown.
9: Not. Nah. <laughs> They've got to come out, man. And when I say be creative, it doesn't just mean in the passing game. But you can do things out of the running formations that you haven't done all year too. And that's what they're going to have to do because this front is fast and physical. And Michigan hasn't run the ball extremely well on anybody this year, with the exception of Nebraska. And this will be a bigger challenge. So they can certainly win this football game. They're still favored to win this football game. But I would bet by the time the game is played that the money's going to come in. Come in, and Alabama will be the favorite in this game. Watch.
1: Yeah, hi, because it's Alabama, and uh, yep. I think J.J. McCarthy, I had buddies asking me yesterday, they go, what do you think, Michigan, Alabama? I said J.J. McCarthy will need a Columbus-like performance from a year ago for Michigan to win. He will really have to be good against what I think will be the most athletic back seven that he's yeah. faced all year, if not in his entire career at Michigan.
9: Yeah, three all-SEC guys in the secondary for Alabama. And Michigan doesn't have the elite receivers. You know, I keep saying the 2000 game with Tom Brady and David Terrell, when they found out they couldn't do what they wanted to against Alabama in the Orange Bowl, they opened it up and went Brady to Terrell and a couple of the tight ends. Michigan's one big advantage here is probably at tight end. But uh, it's going to be tough because they're going to cover those guys man-to-man. And the, the way that teams have moved the ball on them is big plays on Alabama, you know, whether, whether it's the quarterback running uh, or they had some breakdown, in communication and guys were running wide open, so I don't expect that to happen when you've got a month to prepare and given what's at stake in this football game, so they're going to have to find ways to move the ball, and uh, it's going to be tough. There's no question about it, but I think McCarthy with his legs as well, Bill, how many times have we been calling for that? No time to hold him back now. Let him go and do what he can do.
1: Yeah, hold him back against TCU, but then run him wild in the second half and you destroy uh, TCU, and then Stetson Bennett's going to run in the first half when Georgia put TC away but I I'm, I'm past those games they're not lingering. <laughs> it's uh you know what it's a new year and here's hoping uh, man. Okay, all it's right P positive. It's a new exactly. year. Thank you. You know me. <laughs> when I hold on I'm going to look up my thesaurus positivity. It's Chris Ballis's picture. Yeah. Not usually. You know me. I'm all yeah, a Yeah, no you're, you're you're a straight shooter. I I'm, I'm okay with you. You that's can right. you, you tell like true. it is man. Uh, have a good weekend. Uh we'll talk soon. Appreciate the update. And you, brother. Take care, man. Yeah, Chris Ballas, man. He's a great dad. Grandfather now? How about that? Doug Skeen calls him Gramps. Five-time Big Ten champion Skeen and Ballas do the weekly Michigan football podcast at TheWolverine.com. On the way, Mike Kimber from Lions Nation Unite. Also, Micro Mike on YouTube. We'll talk about the Lions and the Broncos tomorrow night. We do have our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. If offered, do you think Jim Harbaugh would take the Chargers job? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank and your money stays right here in Michigan, you can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also for Hoops fans, and if you want to bet against the Pistons as they keep losing, it's tough to watch because I, I can't root for a team to lose. Some people are like, it's fun to watch now. You're rooting for them to lose. I can't do that. I can't. They, they've got to fire Troy Weaver, the GO. They have to. You know, you got you get guys back from injury, it doesn't matter. And Kay Cunningham is not the penthouse player. He'll be a, you know, 20, 22, occasional 30. He's not a leader. He's quiet. Uh, I'm telling you, they, they need a, a veteran point guard. They need a veteran presence on the floor to kick them in the butt when they need it, to teach them. Think about this after after everything you watch in this. Constant Pistons rebuild. They're at the lowest point ever, I think, in franchise history. But you can still get in on the action on the Pistons and the rest of the NBA, college basketball, and more. This is for new customers who are listening right now. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and you can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Win or lose you'll get the instant W. And best of all on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it's safe, secure, and reliable with 24-7 support. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older. Physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. To the callers online, we'll get to your huge opinions next and check in with Mike Kimber. On the Lions and the Broncos To the callers online Stick around Uh, Your huge opinions Coming up next From St. Joseph to Midland
0: This show is huge Set your cart with Meijer's Savings.
3: This year, give the gift of savings from Meijer. Santa Bucks will save you plenty. This Wednesday through Saturday, save up to $50 when you decide what's on sale with Santa Bucks.
10: Ho, ho, ho! Savings for all!
3: Plus, stack your savings with Perks December Daily Deals. Check back every day for the newest can deals. Shop Wednesday through Saturday to save even more when you use perks at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app.
1: They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, Talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, benegart rcom or look for Bean Garter, soon-to-be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on
6: Twitter. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime the day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
1: Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at TheUrbanU.com. That's TheUrbanU.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers. Until December 30th through the end of the year, purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at TheUrbanU.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to TheUrbanU.com. You're listening to the huge show on
0: the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Lions hosting the Broncos Saturday night, primetime football. The game will be on NFL Network. Only the Fox affiliate in Detroit can carry it. So if you don't have NFL Network on your streaming or cable package, you may want to stop by your local brand Steakhouse and Grill. In Michigan, Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR, Brands at 44th and South Division in Wyoming, and also the Brands in Cascade, just east of GR, Broncos and the Lions. Tomorrow night, yeah, the game is on NFL Network. Let's go talk about that matchup with Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, and the Broncos In downtown Detroit, Mike Kimber. Micro Mike on YouTube when it comes to the Lions. Also part of Lions Nation Unite. How you doing, my friend?
9: I am doing fantastic, huge. And I am ready for the Lions to play the Denver Broncos after that loss to Chicago.
1: Well, what concerned you uh, afterwards from that loss to Chicago and how you think it could carry over to this Denver game and the rest of the season for the Lions? And also on the flip side... What did you like that gives you hope that they can turn this around?
9: Well, the concern clearly is going to be the offensive line and the injuries. Taylor Decker, questionable. He got hurt in that game. Ragnow, questionable. And when you see the Lions offense work, it's because the offensive line dominates the line of scrimmage. When it doesn't do that job, Jared Goff is getting pressure, the whole offense seems to collapse. It just does not work. So this offensive line and the continuity has to stay the same. And big games coming up, you have to have that offensive line, the running ability. That concerns me going forward because in the playoffs, huge, if you don't have an offensive line, these teams like the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to go ahead and roll all, all over us. And so that does concern me. What, what I think is positive for this football team is the fact that we're getting healthy. C.J. Gardner-Johnson got cleared by doctors. That is going to be huge for the Detroit Lions secondary. They took Jerry Jacobs' splitting of time, putting Vildor in at cornerback, as he's been a net negative to the Lions secondary. And ifutu Malafonwu, he graded out as the second-best defensive player last week, and he's now going to be a starter at safety. So we got personnel changes and players coming back, and that's hopeful for this defense.
1: Mike Kimber, uh, Lions Nation Unite, also Micro Mike on YouTube, talk about the Lions and the Broncos. Uh, why the struggles? Uh, if we go back to after that Chargers game, they haven't looked like a playoff team. They had the spurts, uh, end of Chicago, starting uh, the Saints game, maybe even the finish in the Saints game. Why so much up and down right now across the board with the Lions?
9: Again, I really do think it comes back to the offensive line. You're, you're seeing players go in and out like Frank Ragnow, Jonah Jackson, Taylor Decker, and I feel like this offense is predicated on that line. It really is because Jared Goff, he needs a nice, clean pocket for him to dissect the defense and deliver the football. When he doesn't have that, it looks like he's skittish. And when you're skittish, you're throwing errant passes, errant throws behind receivers, interceptions, and fumbles. And this offense collapsed, and when you have that happen, it's going to hurt the defense, and it has hurt the defense. You consistently go three and out. This defense in which everybody knows is the weakness of the football team is on the field more, resulting in just failure. So I, I think it's, it has health and its continuity, and they just need to get better on that offensive line for everything to work.
1: Prediction on the game. This going to be a close game, Huge. It really is. One of their top
9: players, Nick Benito, linebacker from the Denver Broncos, is out. I think the Lions are going to have a bounce-back game. I really do. I, look, I think Taylor Decker plays tomorrow. Frank plays tomorrow. And Denver Broncos' rush defense is the worst in the NFL, 144.0 yards. I think the Lions will run the football with Gibbs and Montgomery, control the line of scrimmage, and ultimately win 28-27.
1: Yeah, I got 21-17 Lions dogfight game, just get a W. I really would, no matter what the score is, I'd love to see four complete quarters of football by the Lions at home. Another home loss, if you think about Thanksgiving Day or how bad they played until the end against the Bears or Seattle, this is what's driving me nuts that they're not taking care of business at home.
9: Isn't it weird how they can go on the road and win all these games, but at home – They're struggling a little bit. I don't know if they're kind of believing the hype that, you know, we're home, we're going to win this game because we're at home. Thus, they're kind of taking the plays off a little bit, but it is odd and you do have to win at home. You only get eight opportunities this year. You have to win these games and this game tomorrow is massive. It could be the biggest game of the year for Detroit to get the 10 wins to nearly solidify a playoff win. They have to do it tomorrow. they got to win. It's a must-win game, and if you want to host a playoff game at your house, if you want to do this, you got to start winning at home, because if you host it, guess what? It's not guaranteed you're going to win the game if you just cannot win at home.
1: Mike Kimber, enjoy the game. We'll talk soon, my friend, okay? All right, go Lions. All right, Mike Kimber talking about the Lions. I made the huge prediction yesterday, twenty-one seventeen Lions will be victorious. We do have our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. In regards to the San Diego or L.A. Chargers, job now open. If offered, do you think Harbaugh would take it? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Speaking of the NFL and the Lions, how would you like to win Lomas Brown's tricked-out Lions golf cart courtesy of Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford just north of GR, Michigan's new go-to headquarters for Yamaha golf carts? Think about that. You'll get exactly what Lomas has tricked out Lions decals. Uh, It's awesome what they do. They can custom design a cart start to finish for you, uh, for your golf club, for your neighborhood, for your business, uh, for the lake house. Just stop in and see Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports, 14 mile in Rockford, just north of GR. And with Christmas coming up, uh, all the power toys. Uh, on-road, off-road, everything you need at Impact Power Sports, but right now text IMPACT to 21000. If you want to get in on that drawing next summer during our huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, free to enter. Spread the word. Text IMPACT I-M-P-A-C-T to 21000. From Detroit
0: to Petoskey, this show is huge
1: Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Get your groove on. Everybody
7: get
3: Friday, up. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thicke. Same yeah, show, same night. Motel Jordan. Uh, Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Somewhere Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and
1: Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole. Bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com.
11: They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong.
1: Go check in with the fun governor Tim McCullough from the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And Timmy, what's shaking at soaring Eagle?
5: Man, so much going on. As you know, every week we talk about all this fun stuff. December 1st through the 25th, two winners each hour from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. We'll each win $100 in premium play, and they get to select a cool gift under the tree. So one lucky guest can maybe get an overnight stay. Dining credits, you never know what you're going to get. You just don't want a lump of coal, I can tell you that. It's probably what's going to go down in my house, Bill. And then Saturdays in December, win your share of $420,000 in our snowfall. Love new drawing. The way it works is 5 to 11 p.m. One lucky access club member gets drawn to play the snowfall game and uh, get a chance to win some really cool cash. All you got to do is Pick the proper ornament, and next you know, $11,500 in cash could be yours. Grand total, let's make it happen, $420,000, your share of. And then, of course, our entertainment, December 15th, Robin Thicke with Montel Jordan. That show is going to be off the charts. Smokey Robinson on the 27th of December. The 28th, Lance Burton and friends. Maybe I'll be one of the friends. You never know. I know a trick or two. And then, of course, Great White. And Quiet Riot will be here on the 29th. The 30th, Lone Star with Eddie McGuntry of McGuntry and Gentry. I love that right there. 80s Rewound New Year's Party. You ain't going to find a better New Year's Party here at Soaring Eagle. Make sure you check that out. Dress up in the 80s. Seems going to be a whole lot of fun. All kinds of great photo ops. We're going to just kill it that night. Bring in the new year like you're supposed to. The Three Kings, Elvis Presley, January 8th. Sammy Kershaw, Colin Ray, Aaron Tippin, January 19th. That's called Roots and Brutes. Drew Hill in January. I'm looking forward to this one, January 26th. That's a Friday night. Make sure you come out for that. Teresa Caputo Live. Jeff Foxworthy. Vaca and is coming back to Best Nate night, night. Peter Frampton. God Smack. Sticks. We got entertainment like no one's business. Chicago. ZZ Top. Leonard Skinner. Jason Aldean outside August 16th. Uh, if you want to check out all the things I have, hit Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.com and check out all them great shows. And download our app. Eagle Casino and Sports, if you want to throw it down that way, uh, let's let's make it happen. Ruth Chris is in the building. Uh, we're having fun. We can't wait for uh, the new year to get here, Bill.
1: And Tim McCall, the fun governor, at Soren Eagle mentioned uh, to download the Eagle Casino and Sports app to your phone or your computer for your chance to win a Lions Bronco uh, from Soren Eagle. All you have to do is place a qualifying bet on any remaining regular season Lions game, And that Ford Bronco could be yours. It's on display outside the front door at Soren Eagle. Just download the Eagle Casino and Sports app to your phone or from your computer or visit playeagle.com for complete details. And that uh, Honolulu blue, black, and silver (laughs) Lions decaled Ford Bronco could be yours on January 8th of 2024 at Soarin' Eagle. All the details at playeagle.com. Go to soarin'eaglecasino.com to book uh, your getaway, get show tickets. Don't forget about the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish for our listeners on 100.9 FM, the Mitt in Midland, Bay City, and Saginaw. A lot happening during the holiday season at Soren Eagle. Timmy will talk next week. Happy holidays! So thanks. Yeah, back at you. Dave Briquette, who is the Detroit Free Press Lions NFL beat writer. He'll join us coming up here in less than 10 minutes. His thoughts on the Lions season, the game tomorrow night against the Broncos. If you're going to the game, look for me. I think I'm sitting somewhere around the 40-yard line behind the Lions bench. In the stands. I got an offer to be down on the field, and I'm like, no, man, I won't be with the people. We do have our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Remember at Lions Home Games, you'll see the kiosk. Multiple locations inside Ford Field. You can enjoy that adult crafted cocktail, blue raspberry, lemonade, and vodka inside Ford Field at Lions Games. Look for Honolulu Blue in the Honolulu Blue and Silver Can at stores all across Michigan. And thank you to our friends at Coppercraft a Distillery based on the west side of the state in beautiful Holland, Michigan. We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day that you could answer. If the Chargers offer Harbaugh their open head coaching job, do you think he'll take it? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across the state. Michigan-based bank, Michigan-based decision makers, and your money stays in Michigan. It's pretty cool. Other places are going away from a lot of bricks and mortar when it comes to other banks. Mercantile Bank keeps expanding here in Michigan. Now the question is if you're Harbaugh, would you take the charges opening? I think it's a the most ready NFL potential championship roster. It's my thoughts. You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, if you miss any HUGE opinion, interview hour or full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search the HUGE show, and you can catch up and listen when you want to. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big,
0: bad, huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of Blue Raspberry Lemonade. This special limited edition canned cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
1: What's up, Michigan? It is hour number three on a Honolulu Blue Friday. Lions getting set for the Broncos prime time on Saturday night. Remember, the game is on NFL Network, so the only Fox affiliate in Michigan showing the game will be, I think, Fox 2 in Detroit. So make plans accordingly. Uh, All across the state, all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, they'll have the NFL Network in the game. You'll find the Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Brands at 44th and Division in Wyoming, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard near 131, and Mike Brands Sr. has the Brands in Cascade, 8-15 tomorrow night, Broncos, big game. Lions need to find that home mojo again. What was the, you know, even when I look back and I think about Atlanta, you think about Carolina, I'm trying to think the home game where they were just money. Start to finish. Hmm. Yeah, you had, you had the miracle against the Bears. You had an awful second half against the Seahawks in that loss. Pathetic against the Packers on Thanksgiving Day. Tough defense. Great quarterback, Sean Payton. His system took a little time they're fighting for the playoffs every team left on their schedule them being the lions fighting for the playoffs this is this is pressure time football they haven't had any of that under dan campbell or holmes or even with golf dave burkett follows the lions in the nfl for the detroit free press he's standing by on the roast umber coffee guest sign how you doing my man what's up bill how you been been good buddy hope your family's doing well happy holidays uh the up and, yeah, you too. the The ups and downs for this Lions team. I know injuries have played a part in it. Uh, play calling maybe at times. Uh, golf, not a lot of time to throw. Underutilizing JMO. We can talk about the rush. Uh, you've been there with this team all year long, going back to the off offseason. Uh, list in order what you think their problems are that they need to overcome, maybe beginning tomorrow night.
12: Yeah, you know, first of all, I think they um, – you know, complete game was against the Raiders at home. That was good, but that yeah, so. really was the, the pinnacle of the season right now, you know, because since the bye, they've, they've struggled. And, and I, I think, you know, I think a lot of their issues um, offensively, at least like if that line is playing well and it's healthy and everyone should be back on the field this week, um, you know, Frank Reich was trending up at least. You know that I think that alleviates you know some of the, the concerns offensively because number one for me on that list is turnovers. You know, you're just you're not going to win games when you turn the ball over three times or more like the Lions have, you know, three of the past four weeks. So that that's the biggest issue that I see. I think you know defensively they they have some some shortcomings in the secondary especially, um, and that would be number two. But you know I, I think they've they've done look the Bears last week. You know, they didn't play very well the first couple series, but then they got things together and then it was just that like two minute sequence there where fourth down, jump off sides, get beat for a touchdown, you know, fumble the, the snap on the next series and then you give up another, you know, touchdown run and the game's over. So I think they've 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 done some good things defensively, but you can't always have these short fields and these things that you have to that you have to overcome because you have a secondary that's you know, that has some deficiency. So those are the top two things for me. Pass rush, they, they certainly could use a little bit more. Um, I, I think that's kind of the, the, the top of the, the order, at least, when it comes to what the Lions need to fix in order to get right for the playoffs.
1: I think the way they started the season by winning at Kansas City, expectations shot through the roof. And then even Dan Campbell and all those postgame speeches when the Lions were rolling to start the season was talking about this team could do something special this year injuries they can't control Ben Johnson's play calling that fourth down stretch run was horrible he's been up and down like the team I agree with you I thought in that second quarter they got it together and they'd win that game by uh, double digits just so tough to figure out what to expect tomorrow night when the Broncos are inside Ford Field
12: yeah and and, you know the you know, Dan Campbell and Sean Payton know each other so well that that's sort of a, an extenuating circumstance here. That teacher-student, you know, uh, what does that mean? How how geared up are both these guys to sort of be? You know, one of their really good friends and other people on, on both teams that sort of you know have known these guys for a while. Look, I, I don't think the sky is falling when it comes to the Lions like like some people do. I, I think they're still. And maybe, you know, I never thought they were better than the 49ers. And certainly they had a shot based on the schedule and, you know, the way they were playing to maybe be a one or two seed. And that looks like it's out the window now. But, you know, I, I always thought that if they ran into the 49ers in the playoffs, it was going to be tough. And if they had to play the Eagles on the road, they're probably not winning that game. And, you know, the Cowboys had a really good defense. So the Lions really are about what I thought they were. And I still think they're going to win a couple games here down the stretch. And look, if they don't turn the ball over, they're a better team than the Broncos. The Broncos have really thrived off turnovers here during their win streak, uh, much like the Lions did last year when they started to get hot late in the season.
1: If they win a couple of games and they end up eleven and six, and they win the NFC North and they get the first ever home playoff game in Ford Field, I think that would be where most thought they would be all all last or all off season this past yep. year.
12: No, you're right. And ultimately I think this season is going to come down, but there's, there's, you know, they are 99% chance. They have a 99% chance to make the playoffs right now. So to me, I think people are going to walk away from this season. They're either going to feel good about it, really good about it. If the lion's, you know win that first playoff game win the second game whatever it is they'll, they'll walk away feeling like ah you know they, they were about what we thought if if they win that first playoff game and then lose on the road wherever they have to go and if they lose that first playoff game they're going to say ah it's a disappointment so you know I, I don't even whatever happens here down the stretch I think I don't want to say it's irrelevant but I think ultimately the way people will feel about this team after the season is going to be based on what happens in the in the playoffs
1: what are they missing that has been exposed? Maybe as we talk about these ups and downs and Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press Lions beat writer, joining us on the Roastumber Coffee guest line. Where have they been exposed by fellow coaching staffs?
12: Yeah, I think, you know, um, the recipe to beat the Lions, at least from what I've seen from what opponents have tried to do here the, the second half of the season, is get after golf, get him off the spot. You know, the the Bears, Montez Sweat, they, they had a little bit of success in both games doing that, right? And if you can get after that offensive line, get after Goff, he's not mobile enough to, to create a lot of plays on his own. Um, take Amon Ross St. Brown away because this offense, they've got some good other playmakers, but Amon Ross St. Brown is such a huge part of this offense. If, if you can limit what he does, then you're in good shape. And then throw it against this defense. They'll look, I mean, you know, Uh, the best quarterbacks on their schedule, save Patrick Mahomes and, and, you know, they chiefs, they didn't have Travis Kelsey and they dropped like six passes that game. So maybe things are different. If if that, you know, those two things go the other way, but the best quarterbacks on the schedule, they've lost to Lamar Jackson, you know, Geno Smith, uh, Justin Herbert, they didn't lose to, but you know, he put up, you know, 350 yards passing and they couldn't stop him. So defensively, they just, they can't stop the pass. And what I think they really miss Is a playmaker on that side of the ball. Aiden Hutchinson, good player. You know he's done some good things. He gets a lot of extra attention, but they don't really have a second absolute playmaker that defensive circle or opposing offensive circle. And say you have to after this player, stop this player on the Lions' defense.
1: Speaking of Lions' defense, uh, CJ uh, getting cleared to play is that returning tomorrow? Returning next week? Two weeks? Playoffs? Uh, what's the latest from Allen Park on the return of CJ?
12: Yeah, won't be tomorrow. You know, he'll be back at practice next week. And, you know, I, I guess there's a shot he could play um, against the Vikings next week. I think the Lions would probably take things a little cautiously with him uh, just to make sure, you know, make sure he hasn't played in three months. So make sure that everything's healthy and he's got his, his legs under him. We saw what they did with Drew Servin. We saw what they're doing with Tyson alu You know, just making sure those guys are in good football shape before they get out out on the field. Um, And I think they'll do the same with with C.J., not rush it because, again, it's most important that he's back for the the postseason. And he will have an impact, though, when when he gets back because, you know, that's one thing they've missed in the back end. We've seen of late especially some of the changing personnel that they've had in the secondary at that safety spot. C.J. Gardner-Johnson was – I think he led the team in tackles at the time of his injury. Uh, had a couple pass breakups. He's a really good player, and he can be a really valuable addition on the stretch.
1: I think they got to send Branch more on blitzes. They got to be aggressive. Sitting back and playing straight up D, they're not good enough. And I also believe on offense, yes, when the line's healthy, they can pound the ball. But uh, they need to get J-Mo involved more. And to hear him say that after the fact, that's real coach speak that I can't stand. Uh, You saw the speed of JMO on that end around how they didn't game plan him against the Bears just to force the defense to honor him where they can't tee off on golf. There, There are some basic things that should have been implemented starting with that Chicago game last week that the coaches didn't do that are head scratchers.
12: Well, look, I, you know, I'm not. Um, I know a lot of people are begging for more Jamison Williams. I, you know, I think he still needs to prove himself before, you know, we go down that road. I mean, that ball last week, he turns the wrong way on it. So, you know, I think there's. He, you're right. He's he can be an explosive weapon for this offense. He's something that he's a very unique talent, but he's still very much a work in progress. And I don't know that trying to force feed him the ball is is what this offense needs to do. I think they have enough at the running back position. I'm on Ross St. Brown. You know, the Porter's having a good year that, um, you know, the best course of action with Jameson Williams is in small doses right now and, and trying to hit some big plays with them. And, you know, maybe that comes in time. But, um, you know, ultimately to me, it, it sounds simple. Like the offensive line is healthy and they protect and they give golf time. I think this line's offense can be really good. Uh, and when they don't do that, you know, when when golf has to, when the pass rush gets after him and he has to get off his spot, that's when they run into a little bit of trouble.
1: Yeah, my, I'm not saying J Mo force feeding it, uh, David, but, you know, keeping defenses honest with them. And, uh, you know, it's on the tape for the New Orleans game. Just show it once in a while just to maybe give golf that extra second to see if St. Brown can get open. Because to me, it looks like teams have said, okay, you know, and Laporta's made some unbelievable catches, and I give golf credit there. He's throwing some missiles uh, where it looked like Laporta was covered. But, you know, it's kind of like you, you take away St. Brown and you say, okay, we'll let him throw to the tight end. That's who's going to beat us catching the ball, right? Yeah,
12: I mean, that's part of it, right? I mean, this has been a philosophy of a lot of teams is that look, if you take that big play away or, you know, we make you have 10, 12-play drives, well, you're going to, you know, kick yourself in the foot at some point. And, and the Lions did that last week. with, the, And they've done it really for a few weeks with, with the turnovers. But last week you throw in, you know, some of the penalties. And so, you know, it really is you need some big plays. And St. Brown has been, you know, such a key for them when it comes to moving chains. And Laporta, Laporta too, you know, maybe to a little lesser extent. But, you know, certainly those are golf's two favorite targets. You know, to your point, if Jamison can break a big play, if Jameer Gibbs can break a big play, I mean, those are the, the drives that the Lions, you know, capitalize on. And so they, they do need more of that. But, you know, their bread and butter right now is still on Ross St. Brown and that run game and that run game setting up the play action pass. And those are the things they need to get
1: right. Well, speak of getting right, getting healthy, uh, and getting everyone right there. Where are they going into tomorrow's game in terms of injuries?
12: Yeah, they're in they're in pretty good shape. I mean, the, you know, Ragnow is really the only question. Taylor Decker was listed as questionable, but Ragnow's the the you know concern. He had a little uh, indicated he had a little knee procedure, you know, after the um, Saints game uh, that caused him to miss that Bears game. And the Lions want to make sure he's he's right and he's healthy for the stretch run, sort of like uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. So if he's there um, or if he's able to go, then the Lions should have really their their full complement of players on both sides of the ball.
1: David, good to hear your voice again. Enjoy that Broncos game tomorrow night at Ford Field. Sounds good, Bill. We'll talk again. All right, there's Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press Lions, B-Rider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, Mike O'Hare Detroit Lions.com, will join us. Get his thoughts on the game tomorrow. You can follow everything Detroit Lions 24-7 at DetroitLions.com. We also... Throughout our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. If Harbaugh is offered the Chargers job, do you think he'll take it? You can join us at one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. You can text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE on a 21000 michael Harry, lions dot com senior columnist insider when it comes to lions in the n f l he's standing by on the roast Humber coffee guest sign how you doing michael doing good huge how about you doing good uh, it, this feels like it's been three seasons and one for the lions yeah.
11: yeah it really has and and the one the game that they're facing tomorrow night to me is it's 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 a game that could really change things. Either way, you know, I just think there's an awful lot, a lot at stake in both ways. There's a lot, to, a lot to gain by winning. There's a lot to lose by losing, and that's that's really what makes it a special game in my mind.
1: Uh, the struggles uh, for the Lions begin and end where on your list?
11: Uh, defensively, and then probably more in the uh, more in the secondary than anything else. I mean. You have to give them credit. They've signed a, you know, a couple of guys to free agency and, and got two snaps out of one because injuries and part of the game and a half on the other one. So, you know, the best plans just didn't – they really didn't get a chance for it to work out fully, then, and they've been paying the price ever since. However, you know, the, you know, the rush and, and cover, that's the what you want to do in the, the National Football League these days, and they really haven't – Number one, they haven't rushed the passer enough to really take the heat off of the secondary. Secondary hasn't gotten enough big plays to take the heat off the pass rush. So that's you know that's where they stand now. I've seen signs of it getting better, I thought it was a little bit better last week against Chicago uh, against the guy who's not easy to sack because you know gets the Fields, but because of his mobility. But it didn't you know and obviously they didn't get a victory out of it. So we'll, we'll see wh- where that stands uh, tomorrow night against the Denver Broncos.
1: Michael here, Detroit Lions columnist. When you look at this team right now, when the season's over, at some point in January, we'll say, "What about this year?"
11: Well, I don't. Th- I don't think a lot of people thought they were going to win nine games, and it, and really the way things are going, they might win eleven, they might win twelve, might win ten. I'm not sure, but but I think it's a better team than going in than. People thought it would be and expected it to be, and really, that's in terms of in terms of the image that it, 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 they made. I think some people think that the, the team hasn't uh, hasn't lived up to expectations. Well, whose expectations were they? You know, that, you didn't hear, hear the Lions going out bragging about what they were going to do. It was you know, much the media, the fans, and so on, which is fine. If that's fair. That's that's fair. There's nothing wrong with that, but. It's, they set up a, maybe, maybe a, a, st- a standard that the Detroit Lions, as the season went on, had a hard time meeting.
1: Michael O'Hara, a prediction on the game tomorrow. Did you guys drop them at DetroitLions.com?
11: Uh, yes, I did, sir, and I like the Detroit Lions 24-14, I just think. I think mean, they've got a good young team. They've shown signs of really playing good ball. Not so great the last four games, but I think everything on the line, I think, or a lot on the line, I should say, I, I like them to prevail tomorrow.
1: How many W's for the Lions in these final four games, beginning with the Broncos tomorrow night?
11: I'll say three. Not exactly sure of that, but I'll say three. You know, maybe because I want them to three. You know, you know what I want really? I want the Detroit Lions. To play a home game in the playoffs. I want to see that, hear that, see and hear that team coming, running out of the tunnel, the crowd roaring like we did back in 1993. You know, I was there for that. 1991, I was there for that. And it's, it's electric. And there's just something about it. Look, we all cover a lot of games of, of, of neutral teams. You know, neither, it's neither one. It's not the Lions in any of them. And it's great and it's wonderful and all that. But it's completely different when it's your hometown team. And that's what I want to see. I want to see the Lions come out of that shoot. For the home playoff game, that's
1: what I want to see. Barring a total collapse in these final four games, they—it's almost impossible if they went two and two to not uh, to not be that three seed and have the home playoff game because the Buccaneers are sitting at six and seven, so that's looking pretty good. It would just depend who would be that team coming into Detroit. Yeah, I think eleven. I, I said this earlier in the week. Uh, I know expectations were sky high early in the year, and rightfully so, but if they're eleven and six and get two more wins and they get that home playoff game uh, it's a heck of a start they're young, and they should be even better next year
11: yeah i I would agree with that They may not win as many games or more games next year, but it'll be a more solid team because it will have you know another year behind them of playing really good ball you know and really important games you know the it was something that they wanted. You know, they wanted games that need something. Well, there it is. You're looking right at it right now,
1: guys. Michael, uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. It's always good to hear you on the Hued Show across Michigan.
11: Thanks for having me. I always like being on.
1: All right, Michael here, checking in, senior columnist, DetroitLions.com. You can follow everything Lions 24-7 there. Marcus Thomas Sr., everything King from YouTube and also part of Lions Nation Unite. Uh, he'll join us in our next segment his thoughts on the Broncos and the Lions tomorrow night we'll have full Statewide coverage and huge opinions Monday at three also hoops is happening this weekend you got Michigan State Baylor down in Detroit a lot of college action NBA action can the Pistons finally get another W hmm I don't know can you imagine if they went to an 80 mm-hmm well, what's happened now is the story is that losing streak. That was the last thing that franchise needed. But there are a lot of great stories in the NBA and great teams to follow and get in on the action. Same thing with college basketball. So what you need to do, there's a huge offer from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers... Then can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on any basketball game. Win or lose, uh, you will get your 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on basketball. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that code HUGE when you sign up. And like I mentioned, new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on basketball. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftKings. slash basketball terms. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next.
0: From Detroit
1: to Petoskey,
0: this show is huge.
1: It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top
10: plate! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions are going to try to bounce back after a very disappointing loss on the road against the Chicago Bears. The Lions sit at 9-4 and are on a short week this week as the NFL flex this week's game to tomorrow evening when they'll host the Denver Broncos. Last week, for the first time in NFL history, a team has a rookie running back and tight end to each produce 700-plus scrimmage yards in a single season with Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta. But with a month left in the season, two games at home, two on the road, three of four in conference and two of those in the division, the Lions desperately need all hands on deck and they need to walk out of Ford Field victorious tomorrow night at 8:15 against the Denver Broncos on NFL Network or it's going to be very difficult to find those Honolulu blue and silver linings.
1: Distillery.
4: It's as easy as one, three. Wait, that's not how it goes. It's one, two, three, like this. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police wants you to remember always wear your seatbelt. Make it part of your routine. Just like that. Got it? Seatbelts save lives, and using them is as easy as as 1-2-3.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Get your groove on. Everybody get Friday, up. Friday,
3: December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thicke. Same show, same night. Montel Jordan. Tickets start at $53. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan.
0: Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, on the eve of the Broncos and the Lions tomorrow night in downtown Detroit. Again, that game will be on NFL Network, not the Fox or CBS. Usual coverage, the Fox station in Detroit, the only local station that will be able to carry the game. All the brands, Steakhouse and Grills will have the Lions and the Broncos on the NFL Network You'll find a Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Cascade, Brands in Holland, Brands in Wyoming at 44th and South Division, Johnny Brands in Granville, and also Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR. For the one close to where you'll be tomorrow night, go to Brands.com. Let's go talk about that game. Marcus Thomas, Sr., part of Lions Nation Unite. Everything Kang on YouTube. He is standing by in the Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man?
13: Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself?
1: Good. Uh, trying to figure out, you know, these last four games. A lot of roller coaster rides uh, with the Lions. They are nine and four. They do have four teams left on the schedule. Playoff implications on both sides of the field. Dan Campbell, Goff, and the Lions haven't played a lot of pressure games ever in the first three years in Detroit, so I'm curious what will happen tomorrow night.
13: Well, they've shown that they've been pretty resilient after uh, taking a loss, but uh, this is a whole different situation. Uh, we already know that Sean Payton's going to try to do everything he can to win this this football game. He has a, a team that's trying to fight and claw the, themselves into that playoff position. So uh, with us in at 9-4, we can't get – uh, too comfortable, you know, like it, it's the performances on both sides of the ball have to get cleaned up. The penalties have been bad lately. Uh, the decision-making when it comes to both of the coordinators, they got to clean something up. And at the same time, I'm glad that we do get a few linemen back with, uh, you know, Ragnall doing a full practice himself. And we have a, a Taylor Decker available. So um, hopefully we can clean things up for Jared Goff because he's been struggling a lot. You know, if you want to rattle Jared Goff, all you have to do is put a little bit of pressure on him, touch him a few times, man, and, you know, he starts to unravel a little bit. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch tomorrow night and see if the Lions can clean up those things and grow up a little bit.
1: Well, they'll be favored or in three of the remaining four outside of that road game at Dallas. How do you think they're going to finish here? Final four games, they post how many wins?
13: Um, I, I actually am a little optimistic. I have them for three wins. I have them for a win tomorrow night, and I have them uh, against the Vikings twice simply because of the limbo that's going on that quarterback over there. And uh, that last game, I actually watched that game versus the Raiders. Uh, those guys do not look enthused over there whatsoever. So is, I have them for three wins and one loss right now.
1: Three quarters of the way through the season, uh, who is your Lions MVP?
13: Um, my Lions MVP so far would have to probably be Sam Laporta. Um, he's been pretty consistent um, as far as you know, catching the ball, being available, making big plays. Uh, and to do that as a rookie and have the numbers that he has to, to line up with some of the top tight ends in this league is very impressive. Um, of course, the easy answer would be someone like Amara St. Brown, but I'm going to give uh, Sam Laporte a little bit of, of flowers here.
1: On the flip side, and by the way, uh, Marcus Thomas Sr., Everything King on YouTube. Marcus, also part of Lions Nation. Unite with Herman Moore joining us on the Roast Tumber Coffee guest line. The flip side away from who's the MVP uh, who hasn't met the expectations you expected to start the season from the Lions roster? Um,
13: I'm just going to say I kind of don't want to just put it on one person, but I'm just going to say up and down the D-line. The D-line's been very disappointing this season. Um, I know we don't have a, a star on that defensive line, but you know at times it's just non-existent. And it's causing so many problems on the back end. We got a lynch mob out there uh, for Jerry Jacobs right now. But, you know, me, myself, being a person who played uh, football, I understand that the defensive line makes it better for everybody behind them. And, you know, we've also been missing a lot of starters on our defense, including Garner Johnson, Mosley, never got the opportunity to see him. So, um, just the D-line has been my biggest disappointment.
1: I agree. Because uh, it's easy right now, really, to double hutch. And there's no one else who, you know, Comiskey disappeared. I, I don't know if it's a new line coach or uh, their setup from last year to this year is shocking how much worse it is.
13: Yeah, absolutely. I, I also kind of got to give some of that. You know, I'm not, as far as um, my thought on this this situation with Brad Holmes, I'm not the most popular. I'll say that when I give my opinion. But we've had several situations where we could have made some improvements or upgraded that defensive line, which would help every one of on the defense, including Aaron Glenn, because he, he pretty much has his hands tied behind his back right now. Um, you know, you can give him about 50% of the, the blame, but at the same time, you can't really make too many adjustments when you don't have players available for it. We have to have some type of star power on the defensive side of the ball, and we have to get help for Hutch. There was a play i seen with Hutch where he got chip blocked by the tight end, then the O-lineman came, and then the running back came. So they sent three guys at Hutch, and that's simply because they don't have to worry about anything on the other side. That's got to be fixed, and it's up to Brad Holmes to make that adjustment for
1: them. You know, the, when I looked at Sweat just teeing off uh, in the Lions' backfield, and I'm thinking that uh, Sweat could have had the opportunity to play for a playoff team rather than go to Chicago, and how the Lions didn't make a move there. I, I could see Chase Young and, you know, picking the Niners, at best team in the NFL, obviously, but man, Sweat could have been there on the other side of Hutch. That would have been so big for that Lions' D line. So big.
13: Yeah, absolutely, and they've also they've also shut the door on a lot of conversations too, and it's not like it's you know every player is not a star that's attempted to call Detroit, but some of these players definitely would have helped this team. Of course, the latest one being reported out there was a I know he's thirty six, and you know he hasn't played football, but they, he's been doing that purposefully for the last couple of seasons, and I honestly do that. I, I honestly do believe he has enough in the tank to help that D-line out tremendously, but we shut the door on them once again. So it's it's at the point to where I believe that Brad Holmes is saying, hey, this is not the season where we're going to shoot for the Super Bowl. We just want to get to the playoffs, uh, win our division, you know, and we'll go from there. We're going to keep the process going. But in the NFL, your window is not as big as you think it is. Things, uh, Teams change. They go from worst to first all the time. Um, And it can happen rather quickly. So just as quick as this window is open for the Lions, it could shut right in our face because Green Bay, the Bears, or the Vikings – They're not going to sit there and just let us uh, take our time. They're they're coming, and they're going to try to come fast. So I just was a little bit disappointed with that.
1: Well said. Uh, Marcus Thomas Sr., Everything King on YouTube, also part of Lions Nation Unite uh, with Herman Moore. My man, enjoy the game tomorrow. Always appreciate your time here on the huge show across Michigan.
13: All right. Thanks for
1: having me. Yeah, Marcus uh, Thomas Sr. Mm, I agree. Speaking of Lions, how would you like to win Lomas Brown's tricked-out golf cart courtesy of Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids, now Michigan's go-to destination for Yamaha golf carts? And by the way, you can custom design your own golf cart, what you want on it, for the golf course, for your neighborhood, for your workplace, your property. You name it, side-by-sides, golf carts, they got all the big boy power toys at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford. Simple and easy, next summer at the huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, one lucky huge show listener will win what Lomas Brown has at Lions Golf Cart, all tricked out. Simple and easy to enter for a shot at winning. Just text IMPACT. To two one zero zero zero. That's Impact. To two one zero zero zero, and you'll be in the drawing. Spread the word, and also if you're looking for your own custom golf cart or any of the big boy power toys, talk to Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. and With the holidays, huge savings waiting for you on a golf cart. Uh, you can design one. I, I don't know if you'll get it by uh, the holidays, but they do. Uh, work fast. Check it out. See what they have to offer. Follow Impact Power Sports, or you can see more uh, on Facebook or in person. 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. They are now Michigan's go-to destination for Yamaha golf carts. Our Moving Ferris Forward interviews coming up in the final segment. We're going to talk about virtual students and how AI is changing the game. Inside the classroom at Ferris State University in Big Rapids. We also have our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. If Jim Harbaugh is offered that open San Diego, LA, Ra- LA, LA Rams, L.A. Chargers. San Diego, LA, Bill, get it straight. That open LA Chargers job, do you think he'll take it? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line, Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Because they're a Michigan based bank with Michigan based uh, decision makers. And remember, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, our full show, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. Where you download podcasts.
0: Everything huge twenty four seven at thehuge show.net.
1: We are back inside the leadership locker room here on The Huge Show across Michigan. We bring in Greg Harris from MaximizeLeadership.com. If you run a business, own a business, you want to start or grow a business, go to MaximizeLeadership.com because keynotes are a big thing with Greg, and you have another one that can help anybody listening right now when it comes to business.
14: Bill, thanks for the intro. Yeah, so any organization that sells or brings a product or service to the market, uh, a training I have that's very fun is how do we get more at bats i know it's a sports analogy you and i met in little league way back in the olden days
1: southern versus southwest little league back oh, in the day back in the day hold the trophy baby oh southern little league had all the rich kids southwest little league we barely had a meal a day <laughs> epic battles but you had cleats with t- without uh, shoelaces didn't no, you? we had cleats with only one cleat we one, shared a we- cleat and taped them to everybody's shoes <laughs>
14: All right, more at bats and better pitches. The sales uh, training is very fascinating. So it's uh, efficient with sales opportunities. We only have 24 hours. You only have so much time to search and uh, to find that efficiency in your sales opportunities is really big. Another thing we touch on at this uh, this keynote is be careful uh, about being a commodity. Everyone wants to compare. You have that bill with your show. Oh, it's radio. It's radio. No, no, my show is different. So the key is to make sure that you're not a commodity. One other thing we touch on before. Wrap up. It's uh, the uniqueness bolsters your brand. Your brand, you know, that it bolsters who you are. Yeah, I like, like that the
1: uniqueness,
14: yeah. bolsters your yep. brand. Your brand, you got it. Yeah, I can't wait to deliver the keynotes, they're so fun.
1: Yeah, and all those keynotes and more about Greg Harris maybe stopping in, talking to your business, or you sit down and have a conversation with Greg. Go to maximizeleadership.com. That's
6: maximizeleadership.com. Imagine this a day filled with indulgence. Bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle
1: Casino and Resort.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports
1: Network. It's time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview each and every week on The Huge Show. Across Michigan, we talk about leadership at Ferris State with Dr. Pink and other great men and women who are helping move Ferris forward. And today we want to introduce Dr. Casey Thompson, who is doing amazing things in Big Rapids at Ferris State, including virtual students being created by Dr. Thompson and her team. First off, welcome into moving Ferris forward.
2: Well, thank you so much. Happy Friday to you.
1: Yeah, back at you. Uh, Let's talk about this uh, AI and virtual students and its application on campus in Big Rapids at Ferris.
2: Oh, it's so exciting. Uh, it's a really exciting time. Um, even just last week on December 1st, Ferris had its very first AI day uh, led by Dr. Molly Cooper and the team. Um, artificial intelligence is really uh, what Ferris has been specializing in uh, for many, many years. And I just don't think a lot of people know just how the expert level or the expertise level. Um, that really resides within the, the walls of Ferris State University. So we're just one of three universities that actually grant degrees in artificial intelligence. And we, we continue to just push those boundaries and continue to just push ways of intelligence in and of itself uh, is boundless at this point. But from the perspective, what can we do to add, you know, to the learning of this technology? So in the spring... We will be the first, again, uh, to enroll two uh, artificial intelligence students. Uh, They'll come in as freshmen. Uh, They actually have names, Anne and Fry. And uh, we just set to, to, to learn as much as we possibly can from these two new students.
1: Dr. Casey Thompson is connected to technology, AI, and also a program involving virtual students at Ferris State University. Joining us on another edition of Moving Ferris Forward, how is technology evolving where it can be applied to education, even beyond virtual students, but those on campus at Ferris State and across other locations connected to Ferris here in Michigan?
2: Yes. So thank you for that question. Because artificial intelligence, it feels as if every day there's something new that we're reading or learning about. But artificial intelligence can be used from everything from visual perception to speech recognition, decision making, translation. I mean, the opportunities to apply this technology are endless. And everything that I just listed to your question can be applied within higher education, K through 12, and even those just living, you know, in their everyday careers. Uh, the technology and, and the opportunities to apply it are just mind-boggling.
1: If you want to find out more about technology connected to Ferris State University and how it's moving Ferris forward, go to ferris.edu. That is ferris.edu. And each and every week we talk to Dr. Bill Pink, the president at Ferris, and he introduces us to other leaders who are helping move Ferris forward like Dr. Casey Thompson. Dr. Thompson, thank you so much. Uh, Enjoy the holidays.
2: Thank you so
1: much. Enjoy the holidays back at you. All right, Dr. Casey Thompson, talking about virtual students, evolving technology. Uh, Ferris, uh, one of the few schools in the country uh, with degrees in AI. You can find out more about the technology, about the virtual students, about how Ferris is moving forward here across Michigan, including their main campus in Big Rapids. Go to ferris.edu. Big bad huge